0: Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In this video, I'm gonna be going through my wide receiver start sits. So breaking down every single week 11 matchup and listing every fantasy relevant wideout is either a start or a sit. You guys know the drill. If you're enjoying the content, me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And if you guys have any fantasy questions, it could be waiver wire, start sits, trade advice, just drop it in the comment section and I'll respond to every single person as soon as I can. But let's get into the Thursday night football matchup. And honestly, I'm not interested in any of these wide receivers. It's the Patriots taking on the Falcons. And even though the Pats passing attack had a big day on Sunday, it's just not something that I think is going to stick. You've got Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, both of those guys played well. You've got Nelson Aguilar thrown in there. I just don't see a lot of consistency from any of those guys. And so they're all going to be sits. On the other side with the Falcons, I mean, these dudes are unplayable. Russell Gage finally is a good game. You think he may be fantasy relevant. Then he goes out, puts up a goose egg. So Gage and Zacchaeus both are going to be sits. And honestly, if Cordero Patterson is out, this could just be a really rough looking Falcons offense. Moving on to Sunday, we've got the Saints taking on the Eagles and another team with a rough wide receiver core. I don't trust any of these Saints wideouts: Deontay Harris, Marcus Calloway, Traquan Smith. I don't want any of them in my lineup. And then for the Eagles, even though I am trying to sell high on Devonta Smith, I still think he is a very solid start moving forward and the only Eagles wide receiver that I'm gonna be interested in. In this next game it's a divisional matchup between the dolphins and the jets for the dolphins you know as long as Devonte parker is out i'm going to trust starting a jalen waddle in my lineup for the jets this one was actually tough so corey davis i felt confident in he's the start he's been the wide receiver one all season when he's healthy but elijah moore has been performing very well recently and i actually had him listed as a start but then i remembered zach wilson is likely going to be returning this week and Elijah Moore and Zach Wilson just have not clicked yet. All of Elijah Moore's really solid games have come with a variety of their backup quarterbacks. So just for this game, I'm gonna be sitting Elijah Moore. If he can keep this hot stretch rolling with Zach Wilson at QB, then next week, week 12, he will be a locked in start. In this next matchup, it's the Washington football team taking on the Panthers. For the Washington football team, Terry McLaurin is a start. Definitely hasn't had the massive performances that I think a lot of people were expecting, but he's still a safe start in your lineup. Panthers, DJ Moore, a similar guy. Man, I really liked DJ Moore after the first few weeks. It seemed like we were finally seeing his breakout and it's unfortunate, because honestly him and Terry, it's not their fault. They're both very talented wide receivers. If these were players who were on teams with like top five, even top 10 QBs, you'd be talking about them as potential top five wide receivers. But unfortunately, they're just not in those good situations. It looks like Cam Newton's gonna be the starter. Hopefully he can revitalize DJ Moore's ceiling. Not super confident, but I still think he's a decent start. We saw Robbie Anderson get into the end zone. I still have no faith in him. So he's gonna be a sit. Colts Bills is up next. For the Colts, Michael Pittman is the only wide receiver I want on this Colts offense. The dude's a beast. I think he's gonna continue playing very well. For the Bills, Stephon Diggs locked in finally had a massive, massive game. It's what we were looking for. He definitely hadn't been living up to his expectations coming into this season, but like I mentioned, a big game. Hopefully he can keep that rolling. But even you know when he was underperforming, he was still a great start. I'm gonna go with Cole Beasley as a start. Did not play well. Really, it was Diggs and Gabriel Davis who had the big receiving days. But then Emmanuel Sanders has had like three straight weeks of very low production, so he's a sit. Gabriel Davis did have that big day, just no consistency there. So Beasley's a start. I don't feel great about it, but still he's a guy that can command, you know, 10 targets in specific matchups. Then we move on to some rough wide receiver cores with the Lions traveling to Cleveland to take on the Browns for the Lions. I mean, I think they threw for like, it was under 120 yards. I'm pretty sure in overtime, a full overtime period, five quarters, Jared Goff in this offense just cannot get it done. So Amon Ross St. Brown and Khalif Raymond are sits. For this Browns team, the passing attack is just non-existent. You know, people were trying to make the argument they looked better without Odell Beckham. I mean, come on, you know, they didn't look good with them, but without them, they're gonna be even worse. Jarvis Landry's a sit, Donovan Peoples-Jones is a sit. In this next matchup, it's the 49ers taking on the Jaguars. For the 49ers, man, debo samuel is just so good the man is a yak monster he just makes plays he's so explosive and they really just feed him the ball so he's going to continue to be a locked in start i was really keen in on brandon Ayuk this week could he continue you know his really nice game he had in week nine didn't play super well you know i don't think this is like a brandon Ayuk is done type of week But I just think, you know, this offense is going to run through the run game. They've got Debo Samuel. George Kittle is going to be the number two. And unfortunately, Brandon Ayuk is the number three. He's just not going to be living up to what a lot of people thought, including myself, he could do this season. So he's a sit. Not necessarily saying, you know, he's bad or the 49ers don't really like him or he's going to be benched. It's just that there's a lot of touches that need to go around. And Brandon Ayuk is really like the fourth guy on this team for the Jaguars just have no faith in any of these pass catchers. Jamal Agnew's a sit, Marvin Jones is a sit, and LaVisca Schnault is definitely a sit. We've got Texans Titans next for the Texans. Brandon Cook's really the only guy you want on this entire Texans team, so he's a start. For the Titans, AJ Brown is gonna be a start, but he definitely has been disappointing. He just hasn't had that volume or ceiling that I was kind of expecting from him once Derrick Henry went down. But I do think he can turn it around. And if there's ever going to be a game to do that, it's going to be against the Texans here in week 11. Marcus Johnson had a big day for the Texans, just not you know relying on that on a week-to-week basis. So he's a sit. In this divisional game between the Packers and the Vikings, I'm just going to start you know, the big three wide receivers in this game. Devontae Adams, obviously Justin Jefferson, obviously, and then Adam Thielen. Same thing. All three of those guys should be starts. Everyone else I'm just not super interested in. Then it's the Ravens traveling to Soldier Field to take on the Bears. For the Ravens, Marquise Brown has been a start every single week. He's gonna stay there, but I finally elevated my guy Rashad Bateman to a start. Even in a game where the Ravens passing attack was not solid, Rashad Bateman still put up some nice production. So I feel like so far this season, he's had that safety. He just really hasn't had the ceiling, but I feel like his floor is solid enough the touchdowns are going to come. So I do like him as a start. For the Bears, it is encouraging that Justin Fields has been playing much better, but I still don't think you can count on Allen Robinson or Darnell Mooney in your lineup. I'm pretty sure Allen Robinson had like his season high in receiving yards in the game. And it was like 60 something yards, just like a stat where if someone told you that before the season, like you wouldn't even believe that. He just has had no ceiling and no safety either. So both of those players are going to be sits then it's the Bengals taking on the raiders for the Bengals, jamar chase and t higgins are just locked in as starts for me tyler boyd he's going to have a few weeks you know this year but overall he's just not going to have the volume to be a consistent fantasy option for the raiders hunter henry's the only wide receiver i want from this raiders team i know brian edwards had a decent game i really just have no faith in him moving forward but hunter renfro is going to be the volume guy and his touchdowns have actually been fairly solid this season. So hopefully he can just kind of continue that production. Then in the Cardinals Seahawks matchup, this is all kind of up in the air because we don't know what Kyler's status is. We don't know what D hop status is. You know, if DeAndre Hopkins plays, no matter who's a quarterback, I think he's a start. Honestly, same thing with Christian Kirk. He's definitely the clear number two here. I know there were some arguments early in the season about AJ Green or Rondell Moore those are done. Christian Kirk is definitely the number two on this Cardinals wide receiver core. So Hopkins and Kirk, really no matter the quarterback situation, are going to be starts. And then AJ Green is a sit for the Seahawks coming off a terrible game. I believe it's the first time Russell Wilson has ever been shut out in his career. Basically in a scratch that, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are going to be starts. This team just has to bounce back. And these two are still stud wide receivers. Then we've got a big time matchup here between the Cowboys and the Chiefs. For the Cowboys, coming off a massive bounce back game, you've got CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper as starts. For the Chiefs, the only guy I'm interested in is Tyree Kill, and he is a locked in start. Don't really need to say anything about that. I just don't trust Hardman, Robinson, Pringle. I just don't wanna be invested with any of those guys. And then we've got the Sunday night football game between the Steelers and the Chargers. For the Steelers, Deontay Johnson is a start 100%. We don't know what Chase Claypool's status is going to be. If Claypool is healthy, ready to go, you know, not on a snap count, then I'd feel fine starting him as well. If Claypool is out, I'm still gonna be sitting Ray Ray McLeod. You know, I could see some people trying to get cute and starting someone as like the wide receiver too. He did have a nice game on Sunday, but I feel like this is a situation where it's gonna be a different number two every single week. And you just don't wanna chase that. Targets are earned, not given. And so I'm just going to roll with my guy, Deontay Johnson. For the Chargers, Keenan Allen is a lock. This next one was kind of tough here with Mike Williams. I strongly considered making him a sit, but I did just keep him as a start. It's definitely not something I feel great about, but I still think he has that weekly ceiling. It's pretty strange because personally, I did not expect that hot start from him. I was fading him in drafts. And then it was like, oh man, I need to reevaluate. You know, Mike Williams is kind of that guy. And then right when I kind of jumped on the Mike Williams bandwagon, it just fell apart and he's been phased out of this offense. But I don't really think you can argue that this offense has been much better with Mike Williams producing. You know, obviously you're gonna say, yeah, when Mike Williams plays well, the offense is gonna do well. But I mean, when they were targeting him like 10 plus times a game, this offense looked way more explosive. So maybe they get back to that. I don't love him in my lineup this week, but I feel like here on Sunday Night Football, If he puts up another flop performance, it's kind of going to be done. You know, he still may be on rosters, but just not someone you're going to be able to trust. And then the final game of the week, really messy wide receiver core here, kind of potentially with both teams, Giants at the Buccaneers. For the Giants, if Sterling Shepard plays and is not limited, he is going to be a start. If Sterling Shepard plays, Kenny Galladay kind of up in the air. I wouldn't really love it, but this Buck secondary is very poor. If Sterling Shepard is out, then I could feel comfortable playing Kadarius Toney. See, none of these things feel super great. Really, regardless of the combination, I don't trust Darius Slayton. So we kind of just have to wait and see how things play out. For the Bucks. we don't know if Antonio Brown is going to be back. Either way, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are locked in as starts. If AB plays, he is going to be a start as well. I wouldn't try to mess around with like a Tyler Johnson or a Scotty Miller who may be coming back from IR. I would just stick with those stud three, even if AB is out, obviously then it would just be Evans and Godwin. But that is going to wrap it up for every week 11 matchup. If you guys enjoyed this video, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Thank you for stopping by. Go check out my running back start sits. And then I also posted my waiver wire targets on Monday. And then same thing with my trade targets, buy low and sell high players. Thank you guys again, and I'll see you next time.